Hey everyone, I uh, I got my letter uh, yesterday at work uh, because I have yet to complete my attestation as a federal employee, which means I'm supposed to let my government and as a result, my direct uh, reporting managers uh, of my uh, vaccination status, which if you've heard me speak on the subject at all, you'll know that I reserve the right to keep that private at least in an official capacity. Um, I have had conversations with my doctor and I don't mind sharing it in a personal manner or an unofficial manner because I actually tend to promote uh, being forthright, uh, at least for myself, because it ends up making people comfortable or at least more comfortable in their own skin. And so for me personally, uh, I am uh, fully vaccinated, but I uh, reserve the right not to permit my employer to demand that I share it just so that I can work, which is what the attestation is. So in about two weeks, November 15th, if I have yet to complete it, I will be put on unpaid leave. And so essentially my livelihood will be held hostage as a result of um, being unwilling to share my personal medical information with people that I don't trust, such as my employer and the prime minister. Now, despite that, I've been thinking a lot about the landscape that we're currently in. And I'm going to say something potentially controversial. And it's not that I'm married to the idea, but it's just kind of a thought that I had. And I want to see if people have any type of comment they can make on it or an argument or let me know, am I wrong? And that is that I believe that Canada has become an orthodox monarchy especially during the pandemic. And it's not because it's literally one in title or even in function per se, although you could argue that in many respects, functionally, it does act as an orthodox monarchy, um, but it, it actually shares a lot of the characteristics of one. Now, it's not called a kingdom, but let's examine the current landscape. And I want you to tell me whether or not you think I'm wrong. The current leader, was a non-entity in the government uh, previous to being uh, involved in the Liberal Party as the leader. He had never done anything, as far as I'm aware, in service to the public. He had spent his entire life uh, privileged and wealthy, and his career seems to be immune from, from actions committed by him prior to being a representative, which is kind of peculiar he uh, was living a life of luxury and has since he was born uh, due to his father uh, being the former prime minister and his family in general being wealthy. But uh, while he was living a life of luxury, hundreds of thousands of public servants, including myself, were already serving the public far before he ever got involved in this. And uh, we had dedicated our lives to you while he was uh busy partying uh, in blackface, you know, when he felt like it and otherwise doing whatever he would enjoy, uh, as is typically the case for rich kids. But now that he's chosen to become engaged in politics, our efforts and dedication are no longer relevant or worthy of consideration, it appears. We have become disposable because the rich kid said so. It's similar to how during times of revolution, intellectuals and dissidents are killed because they may encourage people to think for themselves. 
And right now, public servants who don't agree with this mandate, and it may not even be that they disagree with being vaccinated, although certainly you would think that would be something you would be able to disagree with in a free country. But you may just not agree with the fact that you're going to be forced to share your personal medical information for whatever the reason may be with your employer. But if you don't agree with any part of that, you're going to be coerced into submission by having your pay held hostage. And that's really what is happening. Now, that doesn't typically happen in democracies. In fact, you would say that's pretty tyrannical behavior, which is why I'm putting forward that particular argument in support of the fact I think we are currently in an orthodox monarchy. He was only given this position as leader of the Liberal Party due to his name, right? So we know lineage is a very reliable way to have families keep power. And uh, in monarchies, it is very frequently the sons or daughters of previous monarchs that end up taking on the throne. And so now we have someone who is, you know, following in daddy's footsteps. He uh, is not only uh, a Trudeau, but he is able to perform frequent sound bites, likely written by others, scripted and read. And so there's a performative element to his tenure. Otherwise, he mutters like a fool. For those of you, I'm not sure if you've seen him in the House of Commons, but it's embarrassing that he would represent anybody, nonetheless, a country when he is not, um, he hasn't been given a very thorough and scripted response that he is able to rehearse in advance. The party that he leads isn't liberal in any other way other than by name. And so we see the dictatorship of language here, right, where we have the packaging of the name liberal, but we don't actually have to behave liberally. It's just like someone who is pretending to be something that they're not. Um, and he has made every attempt to push forward an orthodoxy in Canada. And it's possible that the reason that he does this is maybe He's trying to give Canada a national identity. And so, you know, through the faith of Justin, we are supposed to um, adopt these tenets. Uh, he's gone on record saying he doesn't believe Canada has a national identity, something that him and other confused Canadians, at least in my experience, seem to espouse. And so maybe he thinks he's giving us one, right? You know, through him, we will be um, represented. Since he's been elected, um, he has used our tax dollars that comprise the public coffers as a personal piggy bank, much like monarchs do. Spend it on whatever you like, right? We all have to pay the crown, and now he will spend it as he sees fit uh, with no regard and no respect for the people who actually contributed to it. He has been guilty of numerous ethics violations, but suffers no consequences as a result almost as if he is immune from punishment, just like a monarch might be, and his power never seems to become limited as a result, despite his recurring demonstrations that he is not fit to wield the power that he has. Justin Trudeau issues edicts that don't make any sense, which is exactly what monarchs can do. They don't have to make sense. They can be tone deaf to reality. And because they don't respect rights that are guaranteed to you in our constitution or human rights codes. 
you can see that it really has more to do with coercion or complicity rather than whether or not it's a reasonable or fair edict that has been issued, because usually you would consider these things before rolling them out. The mere fact that he has made it clear by, again, explicitly stating that he has no interest in entertaining charter discussions during the pandemic regarding any of these edicts that he's issued, um, as if this is something that he could or should be able to do at any time, you would think he'd be challenged by the media more, although we can get to um, some presuppositions, I suppose, about why that is not occurring, probably to do with funding. But because he's not interested in having this conversation, these edicts don't tend to fall in line with any type of charter or constitutional values. Uh, that, again, uh, in my mind, um, reinforces the concept that these are edicts made that are designed to be coercive or for you to comply, because otherwise they would be informed by the reason or wisdom of existing codes. And so that is, again, something a despot or a monarch would do. So for those who are unaware, or maybe you just never thought about it, constitutions and charters are designed for there to be transparency uh, regarding the rules of engagement for everyone. Right, We all live within Canada or we reside or you're in Canada, and it establishes a clear and transparent landscape. So they're all rules we all have to abide by. Furthermore, the implications of rights and freedoms specifically is that the government is the likeliest entity to violate human dignity due to their monopoly on authority and how little these violations would affect their conscience because they are never personally confronted with the outcomes of their decisions. This was something that we've all learned as a species, right? That is why ethics are so important and why anyone trying to get into politics or anyone that is pursuing a position of authority or that holds a position of authority they should really respect an ethical approach to things because we know that in the absence of ethics, those in power are the likeliest to violate human dignity. But it appears as if this is something that Justin has never learned and disregarding this wisdom of the past that every country in their own right has had to learn and we have all learned universally this is a testament to his hubris. So charters and codes protect the public from the government because we know that the government is worse at doing everything than you are at doing it for yourself. They exist by necessity, and I agree that they should exist, but they exist by necessity, not because they are better at doing things for you than you are for yourself. Charters and codes are there to protect you from the government. They aren't there to be used by the government to allegedly protect people from themselves. That is what lying tyrants do, because that is not the function of them. It seems that the public lacks the imagination. This is something that I think um, could be happening. To appreciate what governments could do with precedents like this, Previous decisions are always relied upon, especially in Commonwealth countries, to inform future policies and mandates. If you can't understand why the government or your employer or what they would be capable of if they were to be invited to demand access to your personal medical information in determining your job security, 
I think that you should spend some time thinking about it. Okay. Because if you just sit around and imagine that you were in a position of authority and what you would be willing to do or what you could be capable of doing if you were given access to the personal medical information of your would be employees or existing employees and what information that you had access to could dictate whether or not you would have to continue to employ them, eroding any type of labor rights they would have, or whether or not they have value beyond that particular medical state or medical condition or history they have. And then imagine at the same time you're a despot or a tyrant or a sociopath. I want you to see or think about how that could play out and why this type of mandate eliminates future protection that you could have, especially in the face of an entity, the government, which we've all learned historically are the most likely to violate human dignity. There are groups on social media comprised of Canadians that fled their authoritarian governments to immigrate to Canada some time ago. And they have now left Canada during the pandemic after Justin's mandates began rolling out. I suggest speaking with someone who has immigrated here for such reasons to gain insight as to where measures like this typically lead and why you should be frightened that someone like Justin Trudeau is driving the bus on this road to hell. The fact that voices like this aren't being magnified is a testament to the willful deceit of the media. You have to be curious about that. Someone left an authoritarian government or regime or country to come to Canada. And now they are observing what is happening, which things are being justified within the context of a pandemic, what they're likely to produce in the future as a result of our becoming acclimated to them. And they went, I'm out of here. I know where this lead, where this road leads. I've seen this before. I'm not sticking around to deal with it when it comes. I am familiar with this. But no, 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 no. They wouldn't know what that looks like, right? The rest of us know what it looks like. And it couldn't possibly be going that way. Um, in a democracy, not in a monarchy, I expect transparency, or rather, I don't expect transparency and reason in mandates and policies. I demand it. Uh, it is only in a monarchy where the ruler may dictate without reason or concern and still expect the citizenry to obey. I am demonstrating my existence as a democratic citizen by demanding that if any mandates exist, that they make sense, they're transparent in their rationale, and whomever issues them are held accountable if they turn out to be violations of civil rights. I demand that as a democratic citizen. In fact, if I'm not permitted to demand that, then that's another argument that I'm making that we are in fact living in a monarchy. For those unaware, no conversations or questions are currently being entertained in the government pertaining to the legitimacy or effectiveness of this policy. We've simply been told it's happening. Does that sound like democracy to you? During times like this, I often think of a humorous quip that many mothers have told me that they've heard from their doctors when it comes to the health of their babies. Mother knows best, the baby knows second best, and the doctor is an asshole with a stethoscope. In my life, 
I know what's best for me. My friends and family know second best. And the government is a bunch of assholes with power. The implication of a monarchy, and by extension, how this country is being governed right now, is that they know what's best for you, much more so than you do for yourself or for others, like your friends and family. We know this isn't true. I'm not sure why any journalist or politician thinks I want or need their advice or input. If I live my life according to the tenets of the media and politicians, I'd be sicker, dumber, and more useless. It has become clear to me that we aren't in this together. Some of us have been chosen by the hand of Justin to be among the blessed. Many have been paid out by tax dollars despite their desire to work, and others have been paid out to earn partisan votes. And if you comply with mandates that lack both wisdom and foresight, then you may be invited to participate in Canadian life. The rest, apparently, can go fuck themselves. It appears that many Canadians now suffer from Grinch syndrome, and their shrunken hearts now only beat with fear and resentment. I am fully vaccinated, but I refuse to formally attest to my employer and my managers, whom I have never trusted and have given me every reason not to, and they are complicit in this erosion of our Canadian national identity, which does exist despite the claims of many. Perhaps our brains have shrunken along with our hearts. I don't expect that many will put themselves at risk for others, but that's my job as a public servant. You can comply all you'd like and attest your status and face no risk of being put on unpaid leave, but you'll benefit all the same if it turns out that this mandate is illegal as a result of refusals such as mine. My loss will be your benefit, all the while you did nothing to protect your rights and mine. Rights belong to everyone equally, and I am standing up for yours, even when it's clearly easier for me to simply attest. My rights are your rights, and your rights are mine. This seems to elude people although potentially it's because it's convenient for it to elude them. Like I previously stated, if you attack my civil rights, then I will hold you personally accountable and I will see you in court. And then we'll see how well the Nuremberg defense works for you. I believe that we are currently living in a monarchy because consent has become irrelevant as a concept and accountability no longer exists. It is our fear and cowardice that permits this state of affairs to continue. So what I'd like to know is, am I wrong? Has Canada become a kingdom? Do we have a monarch? And if we do, why are you okay with it? And when will you realize that what you do to protect my rights by extension will protect your rights? I'm willing to do that. Are you?